well, the market didn't end too well today. On Monday, uh, March 20th, uh, it looks as if the bears are back, and uh, they struck right before witching hour, right before the end of the day. Uh, with the Fed coming up, uh, they may continue to rise rates, so uh, expect some, some weakness in the market. Uh, I personally shorted the XLF, which is the uh, which is a spider select uh, ETF for the financial sector. I think there's going to be some more weakness. As you know, Credit Suisse was merged uh, on over the weekend to prevent a collapse in that market. Uh, but uh, everything else kind of remains weak in the financial sector, so be very, very careful. I'm almost 100% in cash. Uh, I'm going to be talking about this on the show at 5 o'clock. Hope to see you then. Jim Malone coming to you here on Dallas Trading Floor. Sorry about that uh, audio there. I had to get my uh, my headphones back <laughs> in and running. Um, you know, the market uh, kind of had a bear attack this morning, uh, this afternoon. Um, just a lot of weakness in some of the uh, some of the financials. Uh, of course, uh, probably know this. Um, Credit Suisse uh, was bailed out by. Um, by the central bank in Switzerland, so <laughs> that's the no, that's the other next domino to fall. Of course, Silicon Valley Bank went under uh, on Thursday of last week, and uh, we have uh, kind of a very very weak market. Um, I've been shorting the financial sector using the ETF, the Spider, uh, and that uh, that's it's it's working. I think uh, you know we'll see where it's going. But uh, one thing is sure, and that's for certain right now, the market is in correction. So we want to be favoring cash in this kind of market. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, you know, that's just something we have to be very, very careful about. Uh, the market is in correction and, uh, you know, we need to be favoring cash. So, again, uh, I'm shorting the financial sector by shorting the ETF the uh, XLF, so kind of uh, kind of an interesting way to do it, uh, and uh, we'll see uh, how it, how it turns out. Here's what we've got in terms of five stocks that I definitely are on my watch list. I don't own any of these, but I am looking at them because they may be in a situation where they're going to break out. But who knows? Uh, one of them, there, there's a very very high price stock from South America called Mercado Libre, which is uh, MELI. That's the symbol of it. And uh, it's sort of like the Amazon for South America. I personally have actually seen this company when I was in Mexico City um, uh, in, in November. I was in Mexico City, and uh, um, the little Mercado uh, Libre vans are all over the place. And this seems to be filling in a really important need in South America. They don't have quite as well a developed retail sector there as in the U.S. And, and Mercado Libre, just like... Amazon here in the States seems to be doing very, very well. So the interesting stock, it was down today, uh, but I'm definitely watching it. I'm also watching Meta, uh, which, of course, is uh, old Facebook. Um, they're going to be laying off a lot of people, but it's going up anyways. I don't know. I don't quite understand that because, you know, when you're laying off that many people, typically that's a signal. But I'm watching it anyways. I'm not invested in it. 
though. I'm not invested in it. Another area that I think that you really have to look at is the chip sector. And currently, there's a number of chips that are setting up well. One of them is monolithic power. Now, this is much of a more pure play. This is a relatively expensive stock. It's $494 a share, but it was up $6 today, uh, or about 1.23%. Also, another one that I'm watching, though it was down today, is HubSpot HEBS. So we want to take a look at that one. I don't know that one either. And then Lanthius Holdings. Uh, that kind of rounds out the top five of stocks that I've been kind of looking at, you know, basically to see, you know, what is going on here. Now, my current holdings, very, very skinny on the holdings. I do have, I did cut my position back in AEHR test systems. Of course, this is the company that is in the business of providing test equipment for the new silicon carbide chips. This is the big area of investment, even though we're in a down market, we're seeing a lot of investment in silicon carbide. One of the advantages, of course, of a silicon carbide, as opposed to a regular silicon chip, is it can handle very big temperature fluctuations, making it ideal, essentially, for the EV market. Uh, EV market. So this stock, AEHR, that's the test system. Also, you might want to look at ST Micro. This is a an Italian Swiss company that's in this also in this uh, silly, uh, uh, silicon uh, carbide space as well. I don't have that up here. Um, I also took a position in Fortinet. It's up today. That's, of course, the security software company and uh, kind of an interesting one. Now, I am short, as I said, the XLF. That's the Energy Select Spider that is uh, that's basically up in price today, uh, interestingly enough. Um, it just seems like that one is sort of bucking the trend. Okay, well, let's get into some of the, the charts here. I want to jump on over to um, I want to I want to jump on over to the spider, so we can take a look at that one. Uh, kind of see what's going on in terms of uh, the spider. Now, of course, the spider is the ETF that covers the S and P 500, so it's very very broad based. Interestingly enough, we had an update today, but it's off after hours. This tells me that there is definitely resistance at the 200-day line. The 200-day line currently for the spider is uh, is right here at one at 392.20 uh, 392.72. And so basically, what I do think is that you know we did kind of get a little bit of a rally today, but I definitely think we're going to get. I definitely think the rally is going to be cut off tomorrow, and I think we're going to be moved down. Uh, because it is starting to move down after hours. Here's the thing about the spider: we're seeing it. We're seeing the spider move to the low end of the range. Typically, that is about one, about 391. If it cannot hold 391, it probably is going to go lower. This is the kind of this is the kind of where we have it on there. So, uh, be very careful if you are uh, if 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 you are. Uh, uh, in the market, just because it, right now it's just you know it's just a time that tends to favor cash over basically ten, tends to fa tends to favor cash over anything else. So be very careful in the market. Again, I'm I'm almost all in cash, except I do have this short position uh, in the um, the XL uh, the XLF. Just wanted to also point out um, in this kind of tough to trade market. Uh, Gavin McMaster um, 
has an options course. And I took this last year. It was a fabulous course, by the way. I just wanted to put it out there for everyone. Um, it's available uh, on a special deal of of one ninety uh, one seventy nine. I took this last year and I paid three ninety seven for it. But uh, if you're if you're uh, uh, if you're a watcher of Dallas Trading Floor, we do have, it has a special. Believe me, this is very very well worth it. Uh, I also sent out a special offer, but if you don't, if you are interested in profiting in a downward trending market using options, this is a kind of course that you might want to take a look at. Uh, very easy to get um, information on this one. Uh, if you're interested, just go uh, to um, just just go to www. Go to the, my link in the bio if you're watching on TikTok. Just just go to the, the link on the link on the bio, which uh, which will lead you directly to the special offer on the Gavin Master Course. So it's really really good, and uh, definitely think that you should take a look at it. Uh, all right, let's get into some of the questions. Thanks so much for holding on, everybody. And uh, let's take a question from TikTok. Wow, we can see we get a lot of people from TikTok today, which is great. Um, all right, let's see. What about uh, when you take a look at NVIDIA? I, I think it's NV. Um, I, I think NVTA. I think I think it's it's NVIDIA. That uh, let's take a look at NVIDIA. NVDA is the symbol for that. That one is starting to make a move finally. Uh, we're starting to see we're starting to see a nice move on Nvidia. Uh, the chips is one of the few areas in the market that seems to be getting a lot of interest, and so the the chips are moving very very nicely. And this is this is one of them. I think that we could possibly start to open a position on the relative strength on Nvidia now is currently 98. That makes it in the top two percent of all the stocks out there. Let's take a look at the checklist to see if you know, we are, well, it's saying it's zero, but I can't believe that's true. Let's look at the technicals. Um, we are relative, we're a little bit extended. Uh, we're about 9.8% above the 21-day the, the line. It is a little bit extended. I, you know, I kind of like to see it come back down a little bit. Definitely, it looks like it's coming back down after hours. We probably want to put in a lemon order for it, um, but definitely worth looking at. I want to check a look at the weekly chart. Uh, they did come through uh, earnings, and for some reason, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the earnings in there. Some for some reason, for, for some reason, my my MarketSmith is not updating the earnings correctly. But definitely, this one is should put it on your watch list. I have not bought this one yet, but I'm looking to enter this one if we can see some progress. Now they did their their earnings per share were off a little bit uh, in this last quarter. But I do think that, uh, you know, we're going to start to see some strength once again in the sector. The, the, the sector has kind of been, uh, it's, it's, it's been difficult. Now, here, here we're looking at the entire sector. This is the entire semiconductor sector. It's number two, and it's continuing to get, it's continuing to get an investment. If you notice the relative strength of the semiconductor sector at 99, that makes it in the top 1% of all. This is basically a leading sector right now. Currently in that sector, you know, we don't have the, the normal, uh, we do have sort of the the the, the usual suspects. One, one of my favorite, LSCC, is in here, and I think that's definitely worth taking a look at as well. Uh, and that is set up somewhat, and you can see there, there was my buy 
for uh, for for Lattice. I've since sold it. I took profits on this one, and it is off a little bit in the after hours. So don't so wait for this one to pull back. But I think that uh, we might have a very good uh, situation here as well if it pulls back to that 10 day line about 83. So uh, this is one I want to put on the watch list. Not I'm not buying it right yet. Kind of waiting for the right right uh, the right conditions. All right, let's look at Tesla, everybody's favorite. Um, and uh, Tesla has been in a trading range basically from about um, about 109 or so on up to about 215. That's sort of been the way. Now it 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 today it came right up to the 21 day line and then kind of stopped. So 183. So I I can't really necessarily say that this is reverse course higher. I'm not sure about that. But if we look at the 60-minute chart, let's see if there's a place that we can possibly go in here. Yeah, it sort of is in a trend, an upward trend. But again, um, you know, nothing really defined. So I, I just, I at this point on, on, um, on Tesla, I'd like to see it pull back closer to the 50-day moving average uh, or closer to, you know, or, or the, you know, or lower than that. So I'd, I'd like to, before I'm going to buy this thing, I want to see it pull back at least to about 170 or 174. That's where I want to see it pull back on the uh, for for the uh, for the line. So I, I think you've got to be careful with this. I I wouldn't be a buyer here just because it just doesn't make a lot of uh, sense. All right, nice rebound. Thanks, uh, Charles. On Exxon Mobil, yeah, I think uh, you know people are looking there. They're saying, man, that that um, that uh, dividends looking really good in this kind of market with banks failing and everything else. So that's one thing you can probably be assured about is that ExxonMobil will pay the dividend. I mean, uh, they, they will pay the dividend because they have the money in the bank. Uh, we're starting to see a little bit of turn on the relative strength line. This is not a bad place to buy it because we're at the 200-day moving average. We just started to turn up. That's kind of the that's kind of what we got to do in this market. You know, it's right basically at the 200-day line, and uh, it does uh, it does it, you know it's a very strong stock. So, um, you know, it, it's probably not going to go any higher than about 120. But you know, it and, and this is not the most exciting stock in the world. But I think this is a good place to buy it. Really, uh, it was up nicely today, and it's and if it can hold the 200-day line. I think it's a winner, and I thank you for bringing that up. I really, really, uh, I really, uh, really thank you. All right, this is Impinge. This is another stock that uh, I like. I don't own it. PI is the symbol on this one, and uh, it is definitely this is a pullback. It's pulled back basically to the um, to the 50-day line. So that's looking pretty good. This is a sector that we ought to be looking for stuff in. The 21-day line, I like this here. It's only 2.9% above. This is a good place to buy it. Uh, the checklist on this one is not working on my, my software, but I can tell you the checklist is either 89 or 100%. I very, very like this one. Uh, this one's looking very, very good. Uh, a lot of ownership is coming into this one. Uh, and as you can see, it's starting to move up very nicely uh, in terms of the funds that own this one. This is a company also that's in the silicon carbide space. So this is an important space uh, upcoming in the semiconductor area because uh, it, it's very it's important because silicon carbide is starting to gain on just regular silicon. So 
that's uh, that's kind of that's kind of the way uh, to go. All right, um, short smart. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, what's going on with oil? Well, the price of oil because of the war in Ukraine is being manipulated. I think it's going to go up though. I really believe that. Uh, I think that uh, there are some some forces at at work that are selling oil to depress the price so that Russia can't sell its oil at a profit or something like that. Who knows? Uh, but uh, I think uh, you know it's it's the kind of thing where well we probably are going to see more in the way of oil. Let's take a look at the oil price. See how it closed today, um, and that's. Uh, I'm, what I'm showing you here is the West Texas Intermediate uh, price. Uh, let's see if I can get that right. Um, yeah. No, I'm not getting that. For some reason, I, I'm not getting that uh, as well. I'm having some issues with my with my. Uh, machine right now oh, with my software right now so i can't give you that unfortunately bva a couple of gaps to fill on the rebound and a five five percent dividend all right well let's look at bbva um i am not as bullish on any of the uh on, on any of the the uh the stocks but uh you know this this one's a fairly good stock i mean obviously but again you know we had this downturn we had this downturn here, I think it probably may fill some, some, but I don't think it's going to fill all the way up to the 50-day um, moving average. I think that you're going to see this thing go lower. That's my guess. Uh, I don't think we're going to fill the gap on this one. I think it's going to go lower. Just my, uh, just my, my gut feeling here. Let's uh, take a look at the XLE. Um, and the XLF, this is the one I did short. I've shorted this twice, actually. Um, and uh, so, yeah, there we go. Okay. And it's up a little bit in the after-hours trading, uh, but I do think, it, like a lot of the other ones, there was my original short, which is on the uh, 19th, and then we've come down, and then we rallied a little bit. And I definitely think, and I did short here again today, uh, so I think it may go lower. Uh, it may, it may, it may go, it may go lower. I definitely think we're going to see a cross there. I think this is going to be 50 days going to dive below the 20, um, the 200 days. So this is, this is how I'm pulling it. What I'm doing is I'm just, you know, rationing down my uh, stop loss so that, uh, you know, if, it, if I'm wrong, I can get out fairly quickly. So, all right, let's look at Netflix. Um, Netflix has a lot of headwind because there's a lot of free streaming services coming online. I know that uh, I got rid of my Netflix subscription, uh, and now I'm just totally on uh, free streaming because I'm able to get pretty much everything on that. So, so really, really good. Um, yeah, basically what's happened, of course, is that downward trend. We did have a little bit of a rally up to the 21-day line, but in general... It does have fairly high relative strength at 91, but you know this just does not appeal to me right now. I think I think we're going to see it move lower. I mean, um, you know, we had a situation where uh, you know we have been seeing very good cash flow, but uh, I definitely think that we're going to have we're going to have a leg down here. That's what it's looking like to me. Um, 
you know, even though we didn't have this rebound. So I definitely think we're in a downward trend, and it's just something that, you know, it's not going to be not going to be that great. All right, Microsoft. Now, Microsoft has been doing quite well, um, and uh, it, it sort of, you know, we did kind of come up almost to a buy point here, but uh, we're off on this one a little bit. Um, this thing got to watch out for here. The, 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 the higher high is about 276 right here. And it came right there. And then, so it has resistance. We know that it has resistance. It came up basically to resistance once again at 272. My guess is that I think we're going to see this one. I, I mean, it rallied a little bit in the after hours trading, but, uh, you know, there was a lot of buying. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're close to earnings. I don't know. I, I, I just think they're going to, it's going to form a handle. That's very, very likely. And uh, it may go higher. But I just probably would not be a buyer here. I think you got to wait for it to possibly pull lower. Uh, we're, we're also about 5% above the 200-day moving, the 21-day moving average. But I think you need to go lower. The checklist, uh, still not getting the checklist information there. But um, I, I, I wouldn't be a buyer here. I probably would not be a buyer of um, of Microsoft here, just because I think it's just too, it looks like it's going to pull back, form a handle, and then maybe on a reversal there, it'll go higher, but I think we got to be careful. TSM is also on the list. This is Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing. Um, unfortunately, we're in a downward trend on that one, too. We're off a little bit in the after hours, not a lot. Um, 84 relative strength. Uh, this was a nice move here when the 50-day line moved above the 200, but I, I'm just starting to see weakness once again in this stock. Uh, I mean, there is buying, but it is declining. So I'm seeing some weakness. I wouldn't be a buyer there either. I mean, I know that I'm being very negative, uh, but overall, we're seeing, you know, we're seeing the, the uh, you know, we're just seeing it move lower. All right. Um, for Mr. Roman, uh, Let's go with STM. This is one of my favorite stocks, actually. Uh, this is uh, the Swiss. Um, this, this, this is the Swiss um, uh, Italian um, uh, manufacturer of semiconductors. And they do. They make a lot of silicon carbide chips. So this is definitely coming into its own. Nice relative strength, 95 there. We came down. I think we had a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Re, I'm gonna put in reactivate the reversal line. We're right at the reversal line, as you can see. Uh, and I definitely think we're going to get a movement higher, but we, but um, we shall see. I'm out of this one. I was out of this one just because I didn't quite get it right. Um, but right now, we're a good place you can buy this very close to the 21-day line at 48.18. So if you want to get exposure to the semiconductor sector, I recommend that because Right now, semiconductor manufacturing is surging. It's one of the only sectors, oil isn't doing well, but the semiconductor manufacturing sector is doing well. So, so that's something that definitely I want to look at. Um, Streamlabs, S-L-A-B, Silicon Labs, yeah, S-L-A-B. This is also, I think the foundry, yeah, this is a fab, no, I'm sorry, fabulous. Um, this also nice bounce off of the um, off the 50-day line 
94 relative strength. So that's pretty good. That, that's, that's good, strong relative strength there. This is in the fabulous area. This is a leading area. Now, one thing I want to show you here, Roman, really quickly, is that uh, we, we need to take a look at who the competitors are. I think in this area, I think in this area, Lattice is the one. But let's compare Lattice Semi with, um, with, uh, uh, with Silicon Labs. Uh, this is Silicon Labs here. Let's go. This is a lot of semiconductor. Um, and let's see if we can get both of those on the screen. So this is a comparison chart of two of the leading stocks in the semiconductor fabulous area. One, of course, being Silicon Labs, which is doing quite well, and LSCC. LSCC is the better of the two stocks, I believe, uh, and this this chart definitely shows it, um, at least since the first of the year. So that's where, it, but you're definitely looking in the right area. Uh, you're definitely looking in the right area, Roman, because I think that they're both good, but I think that uh, LSCC is just a slight, little, little bit better. And uh, let's take a look at the LSCC chart uh, so that we can, you know, we can definitely take a look at that. So let's look at the daily chart for LSCC and see if we're in a place where we can buy it. I, I was out of this one. I didn't take profits in this one. Um, what I'm doing kind of pretty much now is I'm swing trading. We had a nice reversal. So let's take a look at the LSCC chart. This is if, if between the two of them, this is the one that I would probably recommend would be LSCC, at least for right now. It seems to be handling it a little bit better. We are just below the, the, the higher high of 92. We pulled down and we got support at the 21-day line and we moved up. So that's very, very bullish. Uh, that, that's, that's, that's very, very bullish. One of the great things about LSCC, this is the leader right now. In the in, in the area in the technicals, this is the leader, but we're less than we're less than five four percent. We're just a little over four percent above the twenty one day line. So you could buy LSCC here, and I may be actually a buyer of this tomorrow um, if I can't find anything more to short because I'm going to be, you know, this is the really hard market to trade because I'm short and I'm long. It's it's that's not way the way to go, but uh, that's kind of what we have to do here in this market. It's just so weird. That we have to do that. NVIDIA has their event tomorrow. Uh, all plays, uh, AI plays are going to run. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. But you know what? In this kind of market, I just wouldn't buy it until, you know, the proof's in the pudding. I think we've got to wait until tomorrow. I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't buy it in the after hours. Just would not buy it in the after hours. CBRL. Let's look at that. CBRL. Cracker Barrel. This is the restaurant. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, it definitely is going after the right demographic, it seems like. <laughs> it seems like they're the only ones. Uh, you know, older folk, are, they, they do like the Cracker Barrel. 90, uh, 89 relative strength. You know, here's the thing about Cracker Barrel. I like a lot of the, I like this, the way this is technically set up, 
But here's what I don't like about it. I just don't like this restaurants group. It's it's I know it's doing well retail restaurants 20 out of 197. But I'm just not convinced that that um, you know that the, the I don't that's not convinced that restaurants are going to do well. I just don't I just don't I'm not convinced about it. All right, let's take a look at Palantir PLTR. This is one of Peter Thiel's companies. PLTR. Yeah, okay, it's still trading below that 200 day line. Ouch. Yeah, I just, I don't, I just, uh, I want to see it bounce higher. Downward trend. We're below the 200 day line. I think this, you know, I mean, I this is definitely worth watching. Uh, you know, and I've owned this a bunch of times, but right now, I just don't want to buy anything uh, right now that's in a downward trend like this is. So I just don't want to buy anything in a downward trend right now. So I would I would say no. I would say I would say no on this one for Palantir. Okay, well we've almost run out of time here. Let's see if we get some everybody's questions. Uh, can Netflix go lower? Yes, it can. Oh, let's look at the queues. I definitely want to look at the queues. Of course, for everyone out there, the QQQ is the exchange traded fund. It's the ETF that covers the top 100 um, stocks in the the Nasdaq. So that's it's a it's a critical thing. I uh, we did this is the reversal line on the QQQs. It has moved above the reversal line, and but it's it's a little bit off after hours. I mean, I think that this is sort of a weak, weak, weak relief rally. I just wouldn't buy this one right now. I, I just, I'm mean, again, my my tendency is to look at this and say, well, I think that some of the uh, some of the, uh, the the stocks are going to go lower. Let's take a look and compare. I want to compare two of the sectors of the market. One, of course, is the QQQ, and then I also want to compare the XLF, which is the Energy Select Spider. So let's kind of compare this. Um, Yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, and so this is part of the reason I'm short the XLF is because let's pull it up. Yeah, this is part of the reason I'm I'm short the XLF because this is the QQQ, which is basically a you know basically the Nasdaq, and here's the XLF. So as you can see, they're starting to diverge. The, the nice little rally on the on the QQQ, but I'm not ready to buy it yet. But the XLF is definitely in a downward trend. So uh, that's kind of my, you know, my look-see right now. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for taking a look at the show. Oh, wait a minute. We have one more here. Uh, is it? Oh, is it time? Let's look at HubSpot. Let's look, let's look at HubSpot because I think that that's the one that, that I had. Um, you know, I'd seen some good stuff on. I want to take a look to see how that's performing. It's Hubs, H-U-B-S. And this is one of the few ones in the in the semiconductors for these uh, software space that I do like. I don't own it though, uh, but I but I've been watching it pretty carefully. So this is HubSpot, and there we go. This is this is HubSpot here. You know, again, really not viable. Uh, but one thing I do like about it, I'm starting to see that that uh, golden cross come in, where the 50 days moving above the the 200 days. So there is some investment in this. So we're starting to see that. So that's good. There is though a lot of selling pressure. So, you know, again, I'm not an owner of it. I'm just watching it. We're almost on the 21 day line, but
But again, I probably would not buy HubSpot at this, at this time just because it's not performing. Uh, you know, the, this is a downward trend. I mean, the market, the market itself is in a is in a downward trend. So one of the things you gotta you gotta you gotta be careful about is because the market is in a downward trend, we really want very little exposure. We want to have maybe. Uh, I, I mean, currently my exposure is about 15%, mostly cash. And then, of course, I'm short. So not really, until we get a signal, I don't think it's really a good time to basically be in the market all that much. I'm, I'm pretty much in cash. Now, I do have a few little things. I'm putting out some feelers there, and I am short the XLF, but that's about it. So uh, that's kind of the that's that's kind of the long and the short of it. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> again... One of the one of those things that uh, yeah you just uh, I don't know I I'd like to see some more news that was good um, but you know I, I think that with with what's going on I think you're better to be very careful with your cash and uh, just just be really really careful uh, with your cash all right everybody thanks for taking a look at the show today if you are interested in the Gavin McMaster course, and this is a really, really good course. And you, you, oh, wait a minute, oh, one more here. Oh, you pro before you, oh, uh, you before pro before the Fed decision. Oof, that is a tough one. Let's go to the U pro. Let's take a look at the U pro. And uh, the interesting thing about the U pro is it's a leveraged ETF. So you got to be careful, a little bit more careful with, um, with leveraged ETFs than you are with just regular ETFs. Um, uh, this has been in a downward trend. Uh, we've had, in a, it's been in a downward trend, but, you know, again, just very, very strange. Um, it, 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 it's, it's basically, you know, it's, it's basically um, a bet, you know, with the S&P 500. So if you think the S&P 500 is gonna go up, which I don't believe it is, you would buy this. I wouldn't buy this because I think with the new Fed, you know, with the, with the, with the Fed coming out, I think you're going to go. I think it's going to continue on its on its on its downward trend. And I, I I wish I wasn't the case, but I definitely think that we're going to we're you know higher interest rates, which I don't think they're going to cut it. I don't think they're going to cut interest rates. I think it's going to go higher, and I think if you go as high as five and a half percent. Now, hopefully, I'm totally wrong. I hope I'm totally wrong, but I think the interest rates are going higher. Even with the problems, even with the even with the problems that you have uh, with the, the overall banking sector, so I just don't see any relief, unfortunately. All right, let's take a look at Ford. As Ford buying that, no, I wouldn't buy Ford here. The problem with Ford is that you know, uh, it's just it's just been trading under that 200-day moving average, and just not something that you want to go with. I mean, there's a lot of selling here that I'm seeing. Uh, in Ford, I mean, I wish I, I wish I had better things to say about Ford right now. I like the company. I like the fact that they're in EVs, but I just think they have a ton of way to go. So I would say at this point, no to Ford. I just, you know, I just think don't even buy it on the dip. Just, just no. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's just really a no buy. Um, uh, you know, it's 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 a no buy. So so basically, no buy. Ford. So I think you just gotta be. 
super careful. So I just think I just don't think you can buy Ford. Um, its chart doesn't look good, and you have GM, which is gonna which is already idle production. You know, I think that we're in for a whole lot of pain when it comes to um, you know when it when it comes to the automobile industry. I just think we're in for a whole lot of pain. So I would say no to Ford. All right, let's last one. Here's the TLT. And this is the bond fund. This is so. Uh, so let's put that up there. To, uh, take a look. TLT. And again, we're in. We're in. Um, you know, this is the this is the twenty-year bond index. Now, here's the problem. You know, as the interest rates go up, the value of the bonds go down. That's kind of what trapped. That's that was the liquidity trap that. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, you know, got into. So I think that, uh, yeah, I might spike up here a little bit, but I, you know, it would be a relief or there'd be a dead cat bounce at the very, at the very most. So I just, I think stay out of it. Uh, that's just, I would just stay out of it again. Not very exciting. Here I am telling you to just stay in cash, but I think until we get some really good, better signals in the market, I think that's really kind of what you, you really got to do. You really got to just stay in cash and don't buy Ford and, <laughs> You know, uh, it's not fun, but uh, that's kind of the way. Uh, that's that's kind of that's that's kind of the way it's uh, it's sort of shaping up. So, uh, I wish I had better news, but I don't. So I'm going to try to be as honest as possible. You know, don't buy things that you don't need, and I don't think you need a loss. So be very very careful on your exposure right now. And uh, you know, it's good to be in cash. There's nothing wrong with cash. And uh, anyways, but one thing I would like to, to say is please smash that like button. I really appreciate it. That helps us get out there to a lot more people. Also hit this big like button too. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, of course, with an episode of Dell's Trading on the Floor. So until then, everybody, happy trading and, uh, you know, stay safe. And really, it's a good time to be in cash. Build those watch lists. And then we're going to have some more information on shorting and some options strategies. Uh, I do highly recommend the Gavin Master Course. And of course, that is available for a really good deal of one seventy nine normally it's three three uh, ninety seven. So I will see you back here tomorrow. Thanks everybody. Happy trading.